what does it mean to be poor in spirit in um, in our life? We live our whole life. Sometimes it's short, sometimes it's long, uh, and then we go to heaven, and um, we, we we live in heaven or hell. Those are the only two options right now. There's no like second death right now, predominantly. So it's mostly just like we we live in the earth or another world, and then we go to heaven. And after uh, somebody goes to heaven, um, they live there, and it's possible that they may live there for you know a long time until God makes a new heaven. Uh, it's funny because most of the spirits in heaven don't really know anything about heaven. Like, uh, they don't know that God's going to make a new one. Um, they don't know much about the Bible prophecies. They don't really talk to each other about that kind of stuff. Although they're all interested in what God's doing. It's an interesting thing that happens. Um, this is going to sound weird, but everyone who lives in the earth and on every world, everyone will die and go to heaven. And when they die and they go to heaven, they, uh, they will see God. God will speak to them. They know God is real. There's no doubt. It's not an illusion and everyone knows it. And once, they, uh, once they're in heaven or hell for a while, they just keep doing stuff that they want to do. Um, but a lot of men and women in heaven are what we call poor in spirit. And they... Um, they don't have a lot of faith or hope or trust or love. Now, in heaven, they're really concerned with God stuff, but we're going to talk about other stuff. Um, they don't have a lot of faith in themselves. They don't really believe that they themselves can do it. Some, some men and women don't have any faith that they themselves can do anything. When they lived in the earth, they lived in a place where there was terrible oppression, cruelty, evil, wickedness, violence, war, endless war. Maybe they lived in a time where young men were taken from their parents and forced to serve in war. And if this went on hundreds of years in some big nation, sometimes there was extreme poverty. So they lived in extreme poverty, there was war, and then at 15 or 16 years old or 20 years old, the men were taken and forced to go to war and they died in the first battle. Or the women, you know, uh, were in a village and then uh, all the young women were uh, raped and then murdered by the army. So they go to heaven, they don't have faith in themselves, faith in God, faith in anyone else. They don't have hope for anything, no love. They're empty, like a um, vase of water that's been poured out. Uh, think of a big clay vessel, like a vase or something is poured out. And so, um, in our spirit, what can be in our spirit? Um, our spirit isn't like a vase. That's, um, that might be likened unto our soul. It's more like water. And so, it's not stuff that's mixed in there that doesn't belong. We're talking about what's in our spirit. So, love can be in there. It's not like... Um, it's not like somebody put a rock in the vase and we don't say, oh, there's love now. It's just like in there somewhere. It's part of our spirit. It's an intrinsic part of our character, our soul, um, something like that. And so when we think about um, what can be in our spirit, what we're really talking about is like our character, who we are. So someone that's poor in spirit doesn't have much about who they are. There's, there's, they're, they're not anyone in a lot of ways. We can have honor, integrity, courage, hope, bravery, faith, love, kindness, compassion, um, we can have um, a lot of those kinds of things. In fact, there's so many that I, I can't probably list them all. One person can be a very clean and tidy person, and they can have cleanliness as part of their character and their soul and, and in their spirit. So someone that's poor in spirit is typically someone that never got to learn anything in life, and they never got to experience anything except for misery. It's a strange thing in our lives when we experience a lot of uh, happiness and joy uh, even as a very small child, if there's a lot of um, happiness and joy, 
we might find a tremendous amount of, um, besides happiness and joy, um, things in our spirit, we might say rich in spirit. So someone that um, knows about acceptance or assertiveness might have um, a spirit that's rich. You know, so for instance, um, we might accept compliments. We might be content. We might be a person that's forgiving or accepts someone else's forgiveness. Maybe we forgive them. So this, this person might have a lot of denial and a lot of... Uh, rejection and a lot of self-doubt they're poor in spirit we don't get that much from uh wicked times uh, a person that has a mother that really loves them might become a person that's very assertive a person who's bold confident uh and they don't have a lot of self-doubt or shyness because they learn from their mother that they can do it so even a very small child if you have a mother that loves you and teaches you you can do it and more than just saying it if you actually go and do things and then you can do it, even as a small child, you might believe that for the rest of your life and go and do more things and then you might have more success and have more assertiveness. A person that's authentic is a person that typically requires a lot of uh, bravery <coughs> or courage, maybe even more courage. Uh, it's a person that knows who they are and it, it says you're true to yourself. But in the world, typically we, we want to be authentic but we don't know how. We can have beauty in our uh, spirit. Caring, cleanliness, commitment, compassion, confidence, consideration. I'm just reading an internet list right now. Contentment, cooperation, courage, creativity, de detachment. That's, that's lacking interest in something that's not important. So some men like to be stoic. But if we actually lack interest in things that aren't important, that can be detachment in a good way. Determination. Uh, when we keep trying to do something, even when it's difficult, and then we might be a person who completes things and has success over and over again. A person with dignity behaves in a way that they are they are, that um, suggests seriousness and self-control. They might be serious, they might have self-control, self-restraint. They have dignity. They don't just go do everything that they think to do. In fact, they might not even think to do those bad things, and then they might have even far more dignity. So these are things that, are, um, things that we can have in our, our spirit. We can be encouraging, and we can be encouraged. Not just the courage to face danger, but encouraged, thinking that we can do it, in addition to assertiveness and the other things that we know. Um, some people might have a lot of excellence, extremely high quality in their character. Um, they can be fair, treating people in a way that does not favor some over others, based on injustice or inequality or greed or covetousness or something like that, but they're fair. A person that's really covetous uh, doesn't really have anything in their character that... Um, in their spirit they're typically poor in spirit so you got two groups now you got people that were really traumatized in life like a young girl that lived in a poor area and maybe she wanted to have children and then she was violently raped over and over again by soldiers and then murdered and then she went to heaven so what do these spirits do that are poor in spirit in heaven there's a lot of men and women that had a tremendous amount of wealth and luxury in life what they do is they fuck around and they're arrogant and they believe they're superior to everyone else not all of them there are men and women that have been king that maybe don't do this as much, but a lot of the men and women that had a lot of wealth and luxury, things given to them, handed to them, are also men and women that believe in heaven that they're superior to everyone else and they boss everyone else around and they have meetings and try to force other ones to do things violently. Um, someone that's really poor might not do this at all because they don't even have the confidence themselves to do anything and this never changes. So 
why am I the Messiah? Well, in the last 6,138 years, that's since God made the universe, there's no evolution, uh, this has happened in heaven. There's been spirits that have been poor in spirit, men and women that have been arrogant. Increasingly, as more and more of them died, there is more and more spirits in heaven. And, uh, you know, it's strange. Uh, some of God's uh, children, the angels and spirits, are so stupid that they hear that, oh, there weren't always the exact same number of spirits in heaven. Then they, assume, they accuse God of not doing all things. Who? The wealthy. Angels are like this. They have everything given to them. Angels don't get anything on their own. God gives them their clothing, their sword, their armor, their food. Everything that they need is given to them. Angels don't go get anything on their own. So angels don't know anything about hard work, determination. They don't seem to know much about integrity, maybe nothing. And so God gives it all to them. And so in heaven, you have a bunch of snotty rich kids that feel like that everyone owes them something and they enjoy bossing everyone around. And you have a bunch of poor, downtrodden men and women that never had anything and they're still being downtrodden in heaven. No one cares about them. The wealthy ones need to stop doing this. They're wasting their life, pretending that they're arrogant. They haven't found anything better to do in heaven besides uh, have dumb meetings. What about the, uh, the downtrodden? Nobody cares about them. Nobody helps them. And when they don't speak to God for a long time or if they're angry at God, God might not even speak to them. A thousand years might go by and God might not even speak to them. If they're wrongly angry at God, he won't speak to them possibly this happens a lot so nobody nobody helps each other and so it's kind of like what we talk about in the earth no one helps each other that just kind of common kind of mom wisdom a lot of you might think that's cheap or low value that's some of the best wisdom you can have in heaven because if you get there and nobody helps each other you might just be like everyone else and completely miserable now there's a lot of spirits in heaven that have a lot of joy so not everyone's poor in spirit some of them actually have um, hope, faith, confidence, trust, not just in God. A lot of Christians will tell you when you go to heaven, you become a worship robot. No, you don't. You can do anything you want just about. God even lets them murder each other in heaven sometimes. They bite each other. They scratch each other. They don't have swords, so they start biting and scratching. They have a mouth. They're not dead in every way. Their flesh is dead. But their spirit and soul are alive. So God lets them do anything they want. Now, there's some spirits that are famous. Uh, there was a man named Watanma Buddha. Now, what did he do? He not only meditated and thought about peace, but he also talked about peace. He, was, he taught it. And uh, he taught a lot of weird stuff that God wanted him to teach. I think God wanted Buddhism to be confusing. I think he wanted people to figure it out on their own, not to learn step-by-step uh, step how to do it. So, how did Buddha teach it? A way that's confusing, the way that God wanted, I think. But what, what did Buddha care about? Nonviolence, compassion, kindness, peace. He cares a great deal about compassion, more about uh, nonviolence, and peace is like a huge priority for him. He knows God. Thousands of years ago, Buddha went to heaven and uh, talked to God, just like everyone else. So Buddha is not poor in spirit regarding what I just said. Now, there's another man named Bruce Lee. When Bruce Lee died and uh, went to heaven, um, God had taught Bruce Lee how to be a, a warrior. So Bruce Lee knew a fair amount about Bushido, the way of the warrior. That's the uh, Bushido is like a Japanese word for the way of the warrior. It's honor, courage, doing what's right, never doing injustice, not breaking the law, not murdering. And so Bruce Lee is not poor in spirit regarding those things. But 
Bruce Lee did burn in hell for 20 years. Uh, a lot of men do. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar is a king in heaven. He was king in Babylon. And the devil spent a lot of time trying to get Nebuchadnezzar to sin again. He is not uh, poor in spirit. He knows a lot about being a king. In fact, many or most of the kings who ever lived um, they uh, know a lot about being a king. And I speak to them. No one speaks to each other in heaven about these important things. No one compliments each other like this. No one knows how to assess each other's spirit. So why am I the Messiah? Because no one cares enough to do anything. Uh, Michael Jackson is a man. He's another celebrity. And he did that. He did the bad thing one time in the earth. Once. His father chemically castrated him. And um, there's more to it than that. Apparently. I asked Michael Jackson if he would go talk to men and women in heaven and speak to them about God's word. He's been doing it continually uh, ever since. There are a lot of men and women that will do it if they know what to do. Michael Jackson already knew what to do. I told him, this is the need. And he's like, okay. I've talked to other spirits in heaven. There's a bunch of spirits in heaven that are very young. They're like children. But they know a tremendous amount about righteousness, hope, faith, strength, courage. Some of them know about valor, which is like being like a hero. Even when you're not in war, uh, a man that is a warrior can be like a warrior. He can be strong, confident, peaceful. He can be gentle. And so these men, they're also hilarious. They go around and they speak to spirits continually, or often. And there's a lot of them. Uh, there's a room full of them where there's more than 5 billion of them in heaven. And so many of them uh, go and speak to other uh, spirits. They talk about God, hope, things like that. And these spirits are confident. If someone doesn't like what they do, they don't care. We all make our own choices, and they know that. So there are men and women that go and do this, but typically they don't go and do it unless someone tells them that it needs to be done. They don't even notice. I've spent a long time thinking about this. Um, maybe a hundred years. About this very specific thing. There are a lot of spirits in heaven that no one talks to. But no one helps. And they're still poor in spirit. And from time to time I go and I help them. Those that were hurt and wounded in life are often poor in spirit. Those that are rich are often also poor in spirit in other ways. They might know about compassion. They just don't do it. Kings in Israel might know about kindness. They just don't do it. But they do know about shame. But not enough. They try to cover up their shame by doing more sin in heaven. So when we talk about um, being poor in spirit, we're really talking about what's important and is it part of your character. And if we experience it in our lives, then we can be rich in spirit. We can experience it in heaven. All of these things. I'll continue reading from the list before I'm done with the podcast. We can be friendly. Someone that's uh, been downtrodden for a long time might really care a great deal about this. A rich person might care about this. Everyone might care about having at least one friend that's a true friend. So we can be that true friend. We can be generous, kind, understanding, and not selfish. We can be gentle. We can be kind. We can be quiet. Not harsh, not violent. We can even be um, outgoing and fun, gently. Being patient, peaceful, and not being aggressive, and not trying to steal from anyone. 
wicked men and women will be uh, cruel rather than gentle. Um, there's a bunch more. Uh, according to the world, honor is respect that is given to someone who is admired. We can all have uh, honor. We can be honorable. We can learn to be honorable. To conduct ourselves in a way that is honorable, where we never do anything where we're ashamed. We can all have uh, have that. And so, um, there's a lot of spirits in heaven that don't have any love. They don't love themselves. They don't love anyone else. And they don't think anyone will ever love them. And they just stand in heaven, stationary for a thousand years not speaking hardly a word. Just miserable the whole time they're in heaven. So, there's more. Joyfulness, justice, kindness, love, loyalty, moderation, modesty, optimistic, orderliness, patience, passionate. Having or showing or expressing strong emotions or beliefs. This is very similar to enthusiasm or having a purpose and meaning in our life. A person who has purpose and meaning in their life and understands this might be a person who's passionate about what they do. Someone who has perseverance is someone that continues to make effort. They persevere. And they might occasionally do a task that takes a long time, and they might get, get it partly done, and then more done. And eventually they might completely finish it if they persevere. A person that's respectable is a person that is considerate also. They consider others, not just themselves. It's very difficult to be respectable if we don't consider others. If we do things where we disrespect them, they probably won't respect us. And so when we learn these things as a child, these are all things that we could learn as a child. And then we could be a virtuous man or a virtuous woman who has self-discipline, who considers service to others. Someone who's sincere and has tact. Temperate, so they're not excessively angry when they're angry. Someone who's tenacious or thankful. Tolerant or uh, trusting, or a person who can be trusted, a person who is trustworthy. When we consider these things, we can consider how we can grow in knowledge and wisdom through considering virtues made by God. There's more. Some of these things we learn uh, later. We might learn more about communication as time goes on. Or more about leadership. We're not always the leader. We might learn problem solving. Creativity, teamwork, and time management. Those are things we don't always learn uh, as a child in the same way that we can learn it as an adult. But if we learn these things, we might become very, very virtuous. More virtuous than any man or woman who's ever lived. Because there's very few that have ever considered this. And when we consider how to be virtuous, we might find a lot more happiness and joy. Because when we're confident and we do things and no one can stop us from being confident, enthusiastic, we might have happiness and joy every moment of every day.